again with another flavor. We're going to let this room fill up. We're going to talk about this. We got three more games left on this thing. And I'm with my guy, Big Game James. Yes, sir. Everything else remains the same, baby. Yeah, I see you. I joined the notification squad for Silver and Blue. <laughs> oh, we got to get on in here. Get on in here. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy Nation, when you're up against the struggles, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet, and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best oh. that you can do. You may fall, I like that. I like you it. may conquer, see it through. Black may be the clouds about you, and your future may seem grim, but don't let your nerve desert you. Keep yourself in fight and trim. If worse is bound to happen, in spite of all that you do, remember running from it will not save you. Cowboy Nation. We ain't hiding nowhere. Yes, it looked bad right now, six and seven. But we're gonna talk the real deal on the field. <laughs> All right, this is enough. People we're gonna see here. what's gonna happen, man. We're gonna yeah. see what's gonna happen. We're gonna see. We're gonna have to see what these cowboys is all about. What Jerry Jones, since he's saying that uh <laughs> they asked him a simple question. Are you embarrassed? You know what I mean? What did he tell? You? What did he say? <laughs> he said, Hey man, now now watch yourself. Now you I ain't got time for that. Now I ain't got time for y'all be acting all crazy. I'm gonna do this interview. I ain't got I had a long trip from Chicago. I ain't got time for all that noise. Now y'all gonna do this right or are we or we we ain't gonna do this. Yes, so he got indeed. them boys' attention. So he, he got that, that was like an old grandpa, old old dad. You talking to him, he like, Hey boy, you better watch your mouth who you're talking to. For, for those who hit, who didn't hear the audio, man, let me play it right quick. The Cowboys fans want answers today. <laughs> what answer do you have for how this team is playing right now? We're not playing very well. Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed as an organization about how the team is hey, playing? get your damn act together yourself. Now, he said, get your damn act together yourself. Get your damn act together <laughs> yourself. He said, I ain't got time for that now. Settle down. So... It's time to settle down, right? It's time for us to get our act together, right? It's not about mm-hmm. Jerry Jones getting his act together, right? It's about us getting ours together. So, <laughs> Big Gay James, <laughs> get your damn act together. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got to get our act together, but we're wondering if these Cowboys are going to get their act together because mm. we've seen uh, these last few weeks have not mm. been good. The team has not been playing good, especially the defense. Right. Like the offense being a number one rated offense has just looked empty. It hasn't looked like it's a, a, a for it being number one. You're looking at it mm-hmm. like how's that a number one offense? It just seems like not empty yards, but it just seems like we had talked about it. Me and Skywalker still is right. a lot of times. It seems like the reason why they're getting these big uh, chunks of yardage in these games, 400 yard total, is because Cowboys have to drive. 80 90 yards a drive because the tar- the defense is not getting turnovers special teams is not put them in the right positions and they're having to take all the way down the field i mean look right. at the first drive against the bears 17 plays you get what i'm saying and then mm-hmm. nothing after that and then next after that it's nothing since you're down 24 to 7 now you're just throwing the ball everywhere so you're right. getting a lot of yards but it wasn't yards that were really helpful during the game it was almost toward the end where it seemed like it was like man how's that helping now yeah, uh, for those who don't understand that, what what Big Game James is talking about, uh, from a workout situation, you know, they say chips are a lot of empty calories, you see, meaning that you would eat those chips and then you won't get full. You just see calories and you just calories and it goes one place and it's to your gut. And uh, right now, the Dallas Cowboys, 
they should look at this and say, okay, this is a gut check right now. We got this. We we got all. I'm talking about all of the stats that you want as it relates to offense. But we're not putting money on the board when we get to the green zone, gold zone, red zone, money zone, however you want to call it. And I think that the way this thing can work out is the Cowboys just pump the brakes. Go back to what they was doing in 2016, even 17 uh, for the first, what, five or six games before they faced uh, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And then on top of that, if they go back to the 2018, what they were doing on the second half when they got Ahmad or Cooper, you see. So what they need to do is when they get into those situations with the money zone, green zone, they need to look at Ezekiel, the main man, Elliot, and say, okay, we're going to feed the beast. And I do know that he's been averaging subpar numbers. However, but when we get into that money zone, I think that we should be able to score, especially putting up the amount of yards that we are doing. How do you feel about that? I mean, there's, there should be no reason why we can't mm-hmm. score. We You have uh, two um, almost 1,000-yard receivers. You have a 1,000-yard back. You have a quarterback who's leading the league in the NFL as far as passing. Uh, your offensive line is decent. You have some injuries right. along it, but it's still – uh, you're still averaging over 100 yards a game rushing, uh, still one of the top rushing uh, teams in the league, even with Ezekiel Elliott not having the greatest year. So it's mm-hmm. frustrating that you have all these weapons, you have these numbers, mm-hmm. yet you're six and seven. So it definitely can happen and it should happen. It just seems like to me, what I said Sunday, it just seems like this uh, offense is Lenahanian-ish. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it's got that Lenahanian type touch and feel to it. Uh, because it, what, what was we looking predictable again? Yeah. Remember what we were talking about with a Linehan last year, and I'm not getting on Kellen Moore, but we were talking about how as soon as Zeke Elliott would get stopped up the middle, first couple of plays, first and second down, then we mm-hmm. go into a spread offense, five receivers, and then what happened to the first few games where it was all this pre-stat motion and guys were going in motion and it looked like we were you you couldn't get a beat on us. Now it looks like they reverted back to last year when it, it was just the same type of thing. And I think that's why teams have a beat on us, especially these defenses, because it's basically become uh, schemable again. Mm. Well, the, this is to Kelly Moore's defense. And I, I love your, uh, you know, your, your, your opposition on this or, or your position on this. Uh, we looking predictable. Here's the thing, Big Game James. Mm-hmm. Experience counts for everything, you know. Uh, the, w- the way you talk on the phone and the way you execute or elocute your words and these sorts of things, you wasn't doing this 10 years ago, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, I mean you, you dynamic. You probably was cool and poised with it, but you mm-hmm. just wasn't doing this 10 years ago. And when expectation meets reality, the reality of the situation, a lot of people look at Kelly Moore and say, oh, man, he's a gem. He's going to be like Sean McVay. But people fail to realize that Sean McVay was not Sean McVay a year or so ago or two years ago or three years ago. When he first got into the NFL, he started off on the bottom end of the bottom end doing these type of things as it relates to coaching and being around coaching and picking up philosophies and experience. And where I'm trying to sell this thing and bring it on home to everybody is that Kelly Moore is still a rookie offensive coordinator. He can't go back to the crevices of the thoughts of his mind and say, okay, seven years ago, this is what's going on. And even if we look at the offensive line, this is only the second year for this offensive line to coach anything as it relates to that front uh, front five of offensive line. So that's why we're seeing the experiences go away because, well, not the experiences go away. That's why we're seeing the lack of execution, the lack of poise, the lack of concentration. Because we just saw or heard throughout the, the, the media today and yesterday 
about Bill Belichick still trying to gain a, a competitive edge, still trying to figure out things because at the end of the day, these guys don't have experiences to pull from. And we were just fooled from thinking that this team is going to march in and just offer sure talent alone. Coach and led by Jason Garrett is just going to dominate for 16 weeks. We, we just been led astray because they don't have any resources that they can pull from. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can say that cause it's his mm-hmm. first year. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's a learning experience, but it just seems mm-hmm. like whenever Garrett, um, whenever uh, I can't even get his name out. Whenever Kellen Moore, it seems like he wanted to right. open the offense or do what he did. It just seems like whenever you played a tough team, the offense is scaled back. Whenever you're mm-hmm. playing a a, a a tough opponent, the off the opposition is scaled back. Mm-hmm. Hey ho, already got a four dollar and ninety nine holla. Appreciate you, big dog. Hey Lou, appreciate you. Also appreciate you. Ricky Wizard Hunt, you're a troll right now. I appreciate you. Said he's we're dumb as hell. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for tuning in and saying that. Uh, Dallas the Trash, who is your squad? Thank you and let me know, and then I won't <laughs> talk to you no more the rest of the time. But you know, like you said, it's a learning process. You have mm-hmm. a first year coordinator for for you looking at what he's done. Number one offense, pretty much the whole year. So you have to say he's done well as far True. as you getting to a thousand yard receivers, thousand yard back, and having your quarterback one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But as I said before, you got to be able to make these better adjustments because this is crunch time. Right. You, you have three games where you cannot have any margin of error, and you need these games right now, especially these next two, these Rams and Eagles. Eagles games, that's that's the playoffs right there. You <laughs> that need is to the playoff right there. Out. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 I, and I love the way you uh, put that in terms, and especially by Kelly Moore leading in those situations, that would not be a calling card or a calling cry to say, hey, you let him go. If anything, you hold on to them and you try to develop that experience. But right now, we have to understand and face of going through the growing pains. Now, here's the other thing that you can do. When the Dallas Cowboys, if they want a clean house, and I'm talking about absolutely clean house, it will probably be best for somebody to just get rid of everyone because you just don't know right now. I'm talking about as it relates to coaching, you see, because philosophies, when they co-mingled or when they they intermingled with each other, I just made up a word, (laughs) but when they intermingled with each other, uh, what happened here is that you will find yourself pulling from old philosophies and, and now you have your own philosophy and then you will have that wavery of thoughts and you don't know what to do when it comes down to a, a pivotal moment. And that's what I'm seeing probably with Kelly Moore. He probably look at it and say, well, the last time I tried to stood up and I say, this is play will work. It was an interception. When I stood up on the table and said, this play will work. It was a turnover on downs. You see? And, right. and, and now he's second guessing <laughs> himself. You see? So that's what yep. I, that's what I'm pulling from, from what I can see with this. Team. I can, I, I can agree with that. I mean, but at the end of the day, Law, we got to take chances. This is a league where you have to be able to do that. You got to be able to do that in this league. Mm -hmm. You see these other teams out there, and I'm not saying Dallas is the only one, but you see these other teams out there, just like with the rookies or young players they have on the team. They put those guys out there and say, hey, we need to win. We need to see what you guys are about, so we're going to throw you in there. Dallas doesn't do this. Like, we get scared. They get conservative and are, oh, well, you know what? I don't know about you. Just like you said, this play may not work. So, you know what? We're not going to play Tony Pollard today because we're going to go with Ezekiel because we're going to go with the short thing. You understand what I'm saying? We're not going to play a Blake Jarwin because we're going to go with a Jason when we brought him back. We feel like he's more of a short thing. And that's where I think it's hindered and hurt the offense. Like Mm -hmm. I said, you see certain things that are just 
it just doesn't make sense. You have to get your playmakers in the game. Even though you have this top offense, you still have to find ways to get your other playmakers in the game. And when you have a Blake Jarwin who's considerably better than Jason Witten as far as right now with pass catching, you got to involve him. If you mm-hmm. have that Tony Pollard who's a guy that can help Ezekiel Elliott and bring right. more to the table, you have to involve him. You don't have time to say, well, let's just wait till next week. There is no next week in the no NFL. Way. You no must way. find out and you must do it now because every game is tough no matter who you play. And you know Dallas, whenever they play anybody, they're getting their best game. So you got to get them playmakers no matter what, and you got to figure this out. Because like I said, three games into the season, you don't want this offense looking uh, uneven or this defense looking the way it Mm -hmm. is and heading into the potential playoffs looking like that. Most certainly. Now, let me just give a quick shout out to all of the sponsors here. And the first person that's here in the chat box, because they let me know that you part of the notification squad. Shout out to Calvin Williamson, man. One of the mods, one of the first person in here. Alpha Mason, really appreciate you. Sip the truth. Really appreciate you. Joseph Ventura, Nini and uh, Savage Time, Meticulous Cowboy. I really appreciate you What's all. What's meticulous cowboy? Oh, always a lady. Yes, indeed. And uh, shout out to John Jones, one of the first sponsors here. He just dropped $2 in the Super Chat. $2 holla. Holla, holla. And Chad. Dollar, dollar. Jewels, man. Really appreciate you. He says, Urban Meyer plus Zeke equals fire. Um. We, mm, we, 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 we can make that same way. We can make that. We can. Want, we can jump in. You want to jump into it now? We can look, talk we, about we, it. Now. We freestyle all day, every day, baby. We can. You know we can do that. Go. Let me give a few shout outs because yeah, only a few people coming in. I appreciate mm-hmm. y'all. I got Chis Chaz Ten. What's up with your big dog? Mm-hmm. Sky Replays. How you doing, Manuel Cornet? Corna, Corana. If that's what it is, I apologize. Boo thing as usual. Shout out to everybody that's in here. Um, but yeah, we can segue right to that Urban Meyer, possible Lincoln Riley type of connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Jones said, nah, I ain't really talked to no Urban Meyer, <laughs> but he opened the door to say, you know what? I haven't uh, left the door and say I haven't talked to no coaches. But you know what? This is what it comes down to me with this whole thing, with this potential coaching search, if it happens with Jason Garrett, Mm -hmm. because he still wants Jason Garrett to win this. No matter what we say, he wants Jason Garrett to pull this out. It'll feel nothing better for Jerry Jones to have Jason Garrett pull this out out of the hat so he can say, you know what? I was right, and we're going to stay here. But let's say Jason Garrett doesn't make it. Here's my thing with Urban Meyer. You posted a couple videos mm-hmm. uh, where Urban Meyer is breaking down some things um, on the Big Ten Network, really good stuff. We've seen his work going from program to program, building winners. We've seen what Lincoln Riley's doing with Oklahoma, going for different quarterbacks and still mm-hmm. being the top of his game. But to me, none of that matters if Jerry Jones doesn't back off and say, you know what, you can get your own staff. I'm going to back off. I'm going to get you this talent. But you go ahead and get your own staff and you make mm-hmm. this work and, uh, and do your thing. I have a hard time seeing that it's going to happen when he was just on the fan saying, I'm the GM. I don't need a middleman. I'm the one that runs this. I'm the one that tells Jerry. I'm the one that tells Jimmy Johnson. I'm the one that did this with Troy. It was all I heard was me, me, me. That's all I heard was Jerry Jones saying this is about me and I make the decisions. So it's hard for me to believe that he's going to get a new coach in here and just back off and let him do his own thing. That's the only thing my concerning problem is with this whole thing, even when you're talking about getting a new coach, because it could be the same thing happening again if that coach doesn't get the full control that he wants. 
Yes, indeed, man. And you said a mouthful there, man. All that's good stuff. And shout out to uh, the people that's on my Facebook. I've, I left them out. Chesney, uh, Gambino, Mike Robinson, uh, Jermaine Underwood. I really appreciate you all. Cindy, really appreciate you as well. Here's the thing. Love the ladies in there. Cindy, What's up, all, ladies? All we love the ladies. ladies. Tell all your yes. ladies. Get your brothers, your sisters, your yes. cousins, your aunts, your sisters, all of them. Tell them to get in here and let's talk some Cowboys football. And donation, donation, donation. donation. Daniel Mazza with a donation to help grow the nation. Still Cowboy There Nation's you go, Daniel. Day, go. There you go. Mm. Jump on here. Send me one to Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, son. Daniel. Shout out to you, too. Daniel was on a vacation. I seen when you was mm-hmm. out there. It looked beautiful out there, Daniel. I don't know exactly where you were at, but it, I was I was very jealous. Mm. So, mm. and, and Jay Farm as well, man. He's always holding it down. What up, Jay Farm? How you doing, big dog? Here's the thing with coaching. Um and, and trust me, guys, I'm, I'm not all in on uh, Urban Myers. He's just the first person to fall in the pecking order. And then next I'm going to do a series of Lincoln Riley. And then I'm going to do the other guy, Pat, um, uh, what's his name? Is uh, 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 Kelly Moore's old coach. I forgot his name. Is I think it's a oh, uh, Chris, oh, my God. Chris something. Chris, uh, uh, Chris, um, Chris Pete Patterson, Peterson, Patterson, Peterson, Pat- Chris Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Dabo Sweeney. I'm just going to look at everything. I'm going to I'm going to take my time, you see. And when looking at these coaches, because it's all a la la land. It's still Jerry's Jones team. Jerry Jones, at the end of the day, I want people to realize this. He does not feel the losses like we do. At the end of the day, he can get his uh, Johnny Walker blue, hop on a helicopter, fly all the way down there to Houston, Texas, and, and dap Eastside Harold up. And then on top of that, <laughs> get on his yacht and sell all around the world, you see. And, right. he, and, and it doesn't feel the same. He's a billionaire with a B, bro. <laughs> so he doesn't feel the way we feel. We we lose, we go back to our little, ho- our, our little, our little house, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we sip on some of that, 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 that non-Johnny Walker blue, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he doesn't feel the same way he we does. And we know that he got the power and the keys to this organization to make everything change just like this because there's no salary cap as relates to coaching staff and coaches. You see, that's all money out of his pocket. And he refused to put this team where they need to be. Now, is Jason Garrett completely trash? I would be the first to say this. He's not. He's not completely trash. No, he's not trash. trash. You know, you know he's, he's not, not trash. He's not trash. But is he a, a dominant head coach? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's an average head coach. He's, a average he's an head average head coach. head coach. And there's, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong. He's an average head coach. I said he's about right. an eight, nine win guy per mm-hmm. year. I think he can do that per year. Um, you seen if he doesn't have the injuries, we've seen 12, right. 13 win seasons as well. So I'm not saying it can't happen, but the the great coaches mm-hmm. don't just have the regular season records. They make it. They make it happen in the playoffs. That's what the great coaches do. I mean, that's where the people define you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say, "Yeah, you're a good coach because you're you're in and you're out. You are keeping that team competitive and winning." But mm-hmm. to be the great coaches when you get in the playoffs, because we right. all know in any sport, in any sport, when you get to the playoffs, everything changes. Everything gets tighter. Everything mm-hmm. gets tougher, and that's the way it is. And we mm-hmm. haven't seen him take that next step after. 10 years and so that's why you're frustrated especially when you see the same things going on year in and year out now as i said before it's not just a jason garrett thing because i don't think he's a terrible coach because it's jason garrett's been with the cowboys 10 years this has been going on 24 years so obviously Mm -hmm. there's something bigger than that and until we figure that out or the cowboys figure that out i feel like the wheels are still going to continually spin no matter what they try to do and that's just my opinion on it 
Yes, indeed. And then within those 20 to 25 years, the, the, the highlight would be Bill Parcells. And I think that Jerry Jones wanted to get that stadium built, and he said, you know what, I'm going to fold a little bit. I got to get that type of guy that, that people have yeah. been clamming for. What so, were they so, saying, so the investors, So the investors yeah. can say, okay, all right, this now we got something we can stand behind. And they brought in Bill Parcells, but he was working with scraps at that point. Remember right. they paid – uh, bi- Yeah, yeah he, mm-hmm. he built the team with that draft because he had the 05 <laughs> draft that really got the team together with DeMarcus Ware mm-hmm. and Jay Ratliff and uh, Brady James, those mm-hmm. type of guys. That was a phenomenal draft that year. Um, so he really helped build the team back up. But even then, what was Jerry doing? He said, let me go ahead and coach this team the way I want, and I'll come over and do this thing. Right. I don't know what that agreement was, but it sounded like Jerry was going to do it. But what happened? He said he didn't want T.O. Jerry went and got him anyway. Right. And then the next year, he quit. Right. And and that's just like second-guessing or, or, or going behind somebody's back, and you sitting there. Because I believe in the hearts of hearts, maybe – Bill Parcells had that sit down with Jerry Jones and said, "Hey, if you go get this guy, I'm, I'm not, I'm not coaching. You know, I'm, I'm, this is my last year. This is the straw that's going to break the camel's back." And uh, and Jerry Jones went on ahead and said, "Hey, it's about putting butts in seats. So I'm gonna go ahead and get this Terrell Owens. You see." And mm-hmm. it was so much distraction with that situation. You had a young exactly. quarterback. We had all of these situations going back and forth. Of course, at the time, Tony Romo was not the starting quarterback. But you know what I'm saying? It was just like yes, the problems yeah. with, George, with with him and mm-hmm. Witten, uh, mm-hmm. they boys, and you know how T.O. was. Right. And it was just bringing on more, if, more issues that didn't need to be going. Hey, ho, we Ooh. got another $2 holla, holla for my guy, Tariq Salim. Appreciate you, Tariq Salim. Holla, he says, let some of these rookies get some shine like Luke. I feel you. I feel you. We, we, You've talked about a lot, and I know I've mentioned it. I think it's this time, like I said, you got to figure out what you got. Jason Wiz is not coming back. I hate oh, to man. keep progress. He's not, yeah. yeah, he's not coming back next year. So don't you think you have to find out what you have in Blake Drawing because he's a restricted free agent this season, okay? Listen. And also, you have Dalton Schultz, who you don't know what you have in him. You drafted him in the fourth round. You have to play him because Jason Witten ain't going to be there. So you have to find out what you have in Dalton Schultz. You have a safety in uh, Donovan Wilson. I mean, you don't got to play him all game, but let's get some spurts here and there. Luke Gifford, other players. Mm-hmm. I think they called up uh, Mitch Hyatt uh, recently uh, from the practice squad. So I think they probably want to see what they have. You see, you have Brandon Knight. I'm not saying tank the season, but you still have to be able to see what's going on with these players because evaluation goes on at all the time. Evaluation is 365, and uh, I'm just going to segue over because uh, I don't want to just re-echo what you're saying because you said all oh, solid points that we need to see those guys out there on the field, and we just don't know because next year we're going to sit back and say, well, you know, we really get a, didn't get a full chance or a good look at Donovan Wilson. We still don't know if Tony Pollard can run uh, a multiple uh, snaps outside of what? The most snaps that he has is probably 11 or 12. They don't even know about him. So this 2019 draft is just a wash right now because we don't My know what God. we Guys from uh, Tristan Hill. So this is just Connor McGovern, like Connor McGovern. Uh, mm. Joe Jackson, uh, uh, Michael wow. Jackson oh is gone. Oh um, you have uh, um, uh, um, Mike Weber is on the practice squad. Jalen Jux is on IR. Uh, you don't have anybody really to speak of <laughs> that you can talk about in this 2019 draft 
at all besides Tony Pollard. And the craziest thing of all is that last game would have been a, a great opportunity to elevate Mike Weber to the uh, the 46-man roster or even the 53. Right, why you know? not? Why not give him a little <laughs> bit of work? How? What is it really hurting you? I mean, the Bears, uh, I, talk, I don't talk, know. Talk about Jamez Olawale. I think that you brought Oh, my up God, I've been telling you about him. You know I've been telling you about Jamez. First of all, why in the hell would you get rid of Keith Smith? For Jamez, because you're trying to say you were trying to incorporate this new wrinkled offense, Dak friendly offense last right. year. You're trying to bring him back. You got him on a three year, five million dollar deal. He has no catches, no rushes. I think he had one uh, catch pass attempt last year. And we saw what he did in the Indianapolis game when he dropped that sure touchdown. And then you go to him again when he hasn't seen the ball all year long Wow! on a big play. And you throw it to him, he ain't even looking for it. Now I don't know if if I don't, I'm a I'm a bet man or not. But do you think Dak Prescott told you in that huddle? This going to you. <laughs> it's going to you. This is going to you. Nobody's Jamez. not even going to expect. I mean, you to get have, this <laughs> I mean, law. We play football. And I know it's mm-hmm. I know it's complicated in that huddle. But mm-hmm. I think if you ain't seen the ball all year, <laughs> all year, I think they say we're calling your number on this play. Be ready. 49. <laughs> it's coming to you. It's coming Be ready. To I mean, I, I've, I've coached Little League, and when I've told a kid, hey, you know what? You ain't got the ball all year. It's coming to you. We're throwing the ball to you. When we hike this ball, you better turn around and look for it because we're throwing to you. That's what the hell I'm talking about, dog. It just don't make no sense. And when one last thing on that – I just really irritates that me that once again the Cowboys made a average to mediocre quarterback look good. They made him look good, but but I'm gonna go back to 49. And you know when he first got go back to the him. team, man, I said, man, I, I like his skills. They can catch up because you they using them right in, in Oakland land, you know Raiders land. They're using them right a little bit. He catch, he block. They, he, they, key they, point. they, they, they. <laughs> so when we when we lost Keith Smith, I said that was a dog, bro. Keith was, Smith was a dog. Dog, man. I, I would rather see Keith when the time when they could because you know they had the love affair with 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 the other uh, brother, uh, forty five uh, Rod Smith because he was good. Yes, but he wasn't a dog. Dog, you know what I mean. Keith Smith was a Keith dog. Keith Smith would would peel out that hole, look for that person to 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 to. It, although he didn't, he didn't do a lot when he ran the ball, but at least he could hit. That brother was finding people. He played linebacker. That's you why, feel me? He played yeah, linebacker yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah. So I said, that, that boy right there is a dog, you see. And when we got rid of him, that's losing a little bit of our physicality, you know. So if yeah. anybody want to say anything about physicality, man, we lost a, a piece of it when we let 40, what is it, 41? That's what number yeah, he wore. Yeah, Keith Smith, 41. When we let him go because he was mm. physical, he was a great special teams player, good mm. blocker. He could run a little bit, and he could catch the ball out the backfield. Yeah. He was a guy that you could use in multiple spots, and he was a – if you're talking about the right kind of guys and the team players, and he loved Dallas, it was almost felt like he would run through a wall for the Cowboys. So it was mm. just like, man, y'all trying to get too cute and fancy, and you're not going to use this guy that you really thought you were going to use. And so that's just a waste. Just mm-hmm. like to me – you got Devin Smith, who's been active. How many games? Why can't we see him? You got Tavon Austin, who's not going to be with the team next year. You keep on talking about you're going to do all these miraculous things with Tavon Austin, and you haven't seen it all. So why the hell don't you deactivate Tavon Austin and play Devin Smith and let him play? Yeah, because Tavon, he's been getting so many looks, man. Because I've been looking at Tavon tape, and I was sitting there like, 
Like, come on, dog. What I wish was, he was come a little on, bit taller. I wish he was a yeah. baller. You, know? <laughs> you feel me? But it ain't happening. It ain't that happening. experiment yeah. is not working. We thought it was going to work. We got excited when you got him. I got excited when they got Tavon because I was like, okay, let's see what they're going to do. And uh, once again, they morphed back into their old selves, and they're not doing anything. They try to say they're going to be all tricky in the very beginning. When the tricky don't work, they scrap uh-huh. it and go right back to their old selves. <laughs> Shout out to you, loving A-Reads and Savage Time. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's what I'm looking at when I see this team. We're not physical enough. Uh, when we do put in Tavion, that's what Jerry Jones call him, and even with Randall Cobb, I, I love his ability to catch, but he's not the best blocker out in space, like like a grimish type of guy that can block. Hey, even the guy used to have butterfingers with us, uh, 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 Terrence Williams, at least he'll he block. He, he'll block. He was physical. He, was, he, blocked, he would definitely <laughs> he might, block his butt off. <laughs> he might catch the ball with his chest, but but he's not a great blocker out in space. Uh, I'm talking about the, uh, the, the, the the Randall Cobbs of the world. But mm-hmm. neither here nor there, I, I've seen some people that break down this right here, uh, a big game, James. They said, really, if you think about it, for all of the losses we were able to get, most of them came from the kicker, you see. Brett Maher, now that we got – Kai Forbath. Oh Lord, come on, man! <laughs> I don't know. Is this reaching? This us trying to make this, the adjustment too late? No, this is Jerry Jones listening to the fans crying out, mm-hmm. mad, pissed off. Jerry listens to the fans. Mm-hmm. After May, he may not try to hear that stuff in the very beginning, but once that right. chirp starts getting loud, because just like you just said, it it's dollars and cents. It's a businessman. Mm-hmm. This he don't want to lose them three, four, five hundred, six, seven, eight, nine hundred dollar tickets. Right. Coming to his stadium. So guess what? Mm. He's listening to everybody clamor about get rid of Maher. You missed another <laughs> one. You got him talking about he's sleeping good at night. I, I felt good. I slept good at night. Thought I kicked good. Hold on. What? How did that? And what? I'm trying not to cuss, but how in the bleep, 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 bleep. What did you just say? How did how did he say that, though? You see? Bro, you really said that? that with conviction? That's crazy in your head that you actually said that. I so that right, the there is a, well. that right there mm-hmm. is a cuttable a fireable offense that you even said that. So maybe that's what got you fired, that you went in the media and said something that asinine like that in the media. But that's Jerry Jones saying, I don't want to hear it no more. I'm tired of this by her thing. Go. But let's 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 keep it real. These are field goal kickers, okay? You can't trust a field goal kicker. We've seen what Dan Bailey was doing. When they go bad, they go bad. You never know what it's going to happen. You can have a field goal kicker 20, hit 25 in a row. He misses one, and it could be in his head. He missed the next 10. That's what happens to him. So guess what? I'm not jumping up and down that we got Kai Horbath or whatever his name is because if he misses two or three of them, it's going to be the same daggone thing. He's, he's good right now until he misses a kick, right? Well, he's been unemployed, though, so he can't be that good. And everybody else who went, they were cutting him, too. No doubt, no doubt. Here's another thing. Uh, People were saying, man, they did my boy Brett Maher wrong. Did you know that they let this boy go all the way to – I seen it. He was at the kids, helping the (laughs) kids, everything. Little St. Jude everywhere. That ain't wrong because you know what? They'll do it to you like that in a real job, too. So (laughs) people don't need to cry about that. They'll let you work the whole damn day and then say, hey, guess what? You're fired. Oh, my goodness. Let that (laughs) – So it ain't no difference. This is a job, folks. I know they play in the NFL and they're doing something that we ain't doing, but it's still a job, and this is where it is. And you seem people half the time these guys don't even get them the people to tell them they wake up on sports center and said i got cut 
not on his day off when he's doing community yeah, service. Yeah, man, you're doing community <laughs> service. You got fired on your day off, dog. I guarantee you this is how the situation goes. St. Jude or uh, Children's Hospital say, we'll give you a kickback, Jerry, if you bring X amount of players to this facility for uh, meet and greets or what have you. And uh, he said, uh, uh, let me look at the schedule, you know. <laughs> and, uh, let schedule. me go ahead and look at the uh, nah. Now, now I'm, I'm gonna be trite. <laughs> I gotta get rid of one of these guys, uh, um, but but I, I'll let him go anyway. So you need seven of them. Uh, now it will be six, so I'm gonna let him go anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> my her uh, my her, this will be his last day here. Yeah, well, like I said, man, go on that field trip and go get up, get off the bus and say, "Hey, man, Jerry, want to talk to you right quick?" <laughs> yeah, hey, roll, hey, like- man. Hey, like I said, oh it is goodness. what it is. It's a field goal kicker to me. And yeah. we, the problem is, you know, when people are like, man, well, he missed this kick and this could have changed the game. It may have. But True. at the end of the day, Dallas dug themselves in the hole a lot deeper than a field goal. Right. Okay. The defense hasn't been playing. You got 104 ta- missed tackles by the defense. That's tops in the NFL. Tops in the league. 104 missed tackles. You got Leighton Van Der Esch, who has 14 missed tackles, fifth in the league, and he hasn't played three games. You got no- following him. Sean Lee, who everybody said, hey, keep Sean Lee because he's still the general. He still brings this and brings that. No, Sean Lee is a shell of himself. He's had one good game, and that was against the Giants, and we see what they are. They're not good. He has 12 missed tackles. Mm. You got Jalen Smith with 11 missed tackles. These are core players right here. You got your secondary, Xavier Woods, who we thought was going to – who I, number one, thought was going to take the next step, eight missed tackles. Chidobe, seven missed tackles. Darius Thompson, who's barely even been playing, he's got six missed tackles. Those are basic things that kill you with the team. It's not like these are talking about uh, defenses and uh, single or high or cover two, anything like these are the basic things. And if you're not doing the basic things like tackling, it's not going to look for you, not look good for you when you're playing teams, especially when you just seen these Rams. And I'm not hyping these guys up, but they played a damn good game against them Seahawks. And they probably they have three receivers. And the way that McVeigh dials up that offense with those trickery wow, plays and yeah. sending them in motion, what is one of the things that we have problem with? The, those drag routes, those in and outs, those mm-hmm. those quick uh, the screens, the draws, the quick right. bubble screens. They're going to attack us in all those ways. McVeigh is licking his chops because he's like they ain't tackling. So they can, and you got Gurley who loves to break tackles. So Cowboys got to get that together, especially on that defensive side, if they think they want to do anything about some playoffs. Yeah, because I, when I saw Gurley run and uh, he got out to the edge and he's still throwing old boy, I can think about like, man. That's a and problem. Though, and, and they was willing to tackle, you see. Yeah. And they had this digs. Oh, Diggs was a guy we could have got, but, you know, this is a story of a different day. But they had Diggs. He was got, what, two interceptions. He's just a nice, nasty type of person, man, for the Seattle Seahawks to pick up all of a sudden. And and he was making plays even when he was in Detroit. It's just now that he's more on primetime games that a lot of people are paying attention to him. And I'm talking about the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I don't think that <laughs> – I love Xavier Woods, but he would give us either one or the other. It's like that's his mindset. I'm going I'm to tackle today or I'm going to take interceptions today and cover, you see. It's not we getting both of those type of avenues from Xavier Woods. And I love Xavier Woods. Don't get me wrong. But here's the thing. News He's got to step his game up, though. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you've been in the media right. talking about – I'm the next Xavier, I'm the next Earl Thomas, and I'm got a chip on my shoulder because they were going after Earl Thomas, right. and I want to prove I'm the guy. Well, th- when you say those type of things, okay, mm. you put the bullet 
bullseye on your chest. Okay, you put the bullseye on your chest. Now everybody watches you. And this is your what third year in the program. This is supposed to be your third year of next step taking over the secondary. That's why they supposedly didn't go after these other safeties because of you. But guess what? One thing that was a, a war in college for Xavier Woods was his tackling. And one of the things that they said in his profile mm. and I watched was Xavier Woods liked to go for the big hit and he mm. didn't wrap up. And when you watch him now, he likes to go for that big hit, but he doesn't wrap up. And he's taking horrendous angles the last two to three weeks. He's been taking horrendous angles on these players. You had that last few touchdowns where he's on the last line of defense. These guys just making one cut, and he's right there. They're walking right in the end zone. That's not good play. Definitely not, man. James, man, they saying you speaking all types of fire, man. Hey, Boy, I'm just trying to keep flames it real. coming around this thing. Won't you flame man? on, flame ah. on, yoga flame. Yoga got fire, yoga flame. <laughs> and, and here's the thing: is news flash, Cowboy Nation. If you have not been tackling well now, it does not improve <laughs> because I, I think that somebody and I, and I wish we had a research department. What have the Cowboys' record been since we moved from Valley Ranch? all the way out there to Oxnard and beyond, what have you. Uh, I want to know, you know, uh, if you guys can pull that up for me. Uh, I really appreciate it because we need to have some type of physicality. You've been out there to Oxnard. It's nice out there. I mean, but was, got, let's yeah, be yeah, honest, though, yeah, Law. Talk to me. Me and you were out there at training camp. Did those look like physical practices? No way. <laughs> they didn't. I mean, I, I and I'm not trying to harp on it, but mm-hmm. when I watched those practices, those practices did not look like hard-ass practices. Mm-hmm. They didn't. I'm not saying it was like a country club atmosphere, but they didn't seem like those were a crazy hard practice. Now I heard Rod when he was getting at him and yelling out and things of that nature, and right. I don't think Rod is a slouch. But it just didn't seem like those were crazy hard practices, and those guys were just getting killed and worked like to death. Mm-hmm. So Just uh, my and, opinion. And, and, and everybody's too lax, man. Uh, I want to see some – like w- it took us forever to get to the first fighting practice in Oxnard. And, and all of this stuff trickles all the way down, the mentality, the softness. And I'm not calling the players soft individually, but collectively mm-hmm. they are soft. You know, they allow teams to punch them in the mouth, and they have no a way of uh, shaking it off and saying, okay, you punch me in my mouth, I'm going to come back and punch you harder. And that's what the Bills did to us, and that's what the Chicago Bears did to us. They said, okay, you punched us first. That's cool. All right, let me, let me wipe myself right quick, you see. And uh, I'm going to hit you with the two pieces and the combos. You see what I'm saying? And uh, and I think that the, this team, in order for us to beat the, the L.A. Rams, we have to punch them in the mouth and then continue to punch them in the mouth because the moment we fall behind against them at our own, at our own stadium, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just going to be one of those things where it's, you know, it, it's going to be one of those games where they're going to look around. The crowd's not going to really be there. You know, they're going to be looking at it, and they're going to feel comfortable. They're going to be looking at that big old TV screen, and they're going to be like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a prime time slot, what have you. I don't know. What time that game going to be, uh, James? 4 o'clock. 425, oh, prime, prime time. time. See, prime you know we time on prime slot, time. You know, it's one of those things where it's, it's a pivotal game for them. So they're going to want to say that they want it more than we do. So in order for they, us. Well, right now, they you got to look at this is door. <clears throat> this is the thing. Mm-hmm. This is where I worry about the Cowboys being lax right. because it was do or die for Chicago. Do but the die. Cowboys, if they <laughs> lost, they were still in it. You don't think that right. plays on the Cowboys' mind? When I watch the Rams, they're playing for their playoff lives. They can't lose a game. They can't. They cannot lose a game. Mm-hmm. So they're playing like it's a playoff game every single game. So if the Cowboys don't come in there with that mindset of a playoff game, 
the Rams are coming in there like this is do or die. They're not coming in there like this is the second or third game of the year. They're oh, coming yeah. in there that we have to make the playoffs. This is a playoff game. And guess what? They are going guess, to come guess, in guess there. What? Guess and what? they have Way Phillips that's, as their that's defensive That's exactly what I was going to yes. say. <laughs> and they have Way Phillips as their defensive coordinator who is eating us up. And guess what? You don't think Way Phillips has forgotten what Jerry Jones did to him and undermined him with Jason Garrett? You don't think he's forgotten how they played him and got rid of him like that? So he loves nothing more than to come in and stick it to Dallas. And you don't think his players want to do it for him? Me and Skywalker still was just talking about, did you see how the Buffalo Bills reacted with Cole Beasley when he came into the locker room? Oh, they act like they won the Super Bowl for him. Players will do oh, that. Goodness. And them players are going to get up for the Cowboys for Wade Phillips because he hasn't forgot this. I got one quick stat to give you right quick. Give Law, it to me, man. Where, this, where our defense needs to step up. Look at these QB ratings, QB ratings, mm-hmm. uh, QBR ratings against the Cowboys this year. I'm going to name you these quarterbacks. Mitchell Trubisky, 115. Wow. Josh Allen, 120. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll, 109. Kirk Cousins, 111. Hmm. Sam Darnold, 113. Dang. Case Keenum, 103. Huh? Eli Manning, 95. Live like 95. That's a good number, though. But dang. Boy, they've been having a field day on our on our team. But we the number we, at that time when we played the first few quarterbacks, we were number top ten defense and stuff like that, right? We're still a top ten rated defense. <laughs> no to the way, eighth for real? Ra- yes, they're still the eighth ranked <laughs> defense in total yards. But stats can be deceiving. The where they say stats can be deceiving, mm-hmm. this is where I think they're deceiving in that aspect because you look at oh, it's a top ten defense. They should be doing it. But when you watch Dallas, that does not look like no daggone top ten defense to you. All right, man. Good Lord. Hey, I, I want to be able to ask you all, because I know you guys know it more than I do. Um, and Big A James, you may know this. Mm-hmm. Is it a Jason Garrett beat Wade Phillips since they departure? Uh, uh, did, did he ever dominate it against Wade Phillips at any time? I don't think he ever has. I mean, like I said, Wade Phillips is 2-0 and against him. Uh, but, he, I, I mean, at least with the Rams. I don't know what other teams. What, didn't he coach the uh, Texans too? Was he coaching the Texans? I don't know. Was he on that Denver's Broncos team? Um, was he on that Broncos team in 2017? I don't think he was. I don't think he was. The, hey, ho, I got a chis mm. Taz number 10. What a $5 holla. $5 holla. Holla. Dollar. Dollar. He says, after last season, rehire Meyer and no upgrade interior defensive line tells you how sorry GM is. As long as Jerry, the GM, no bueno. Remember, Marinelli out the draft room. <laughs> Kick that brother. He's so funny when he gives me that hashtag. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I don't know <clears throat> what that record is outside of with the Rams, but I just know that Wade Phillips is a damn good defensive coordinator and probably will go down as one of the best defensive coordinators ever, I think, because mm. everywhere he's gone, he's had success. Mm. Everywhere he's gone, he's had success. And so this is just one more thing that the Cowboys just have to get 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 together. And I made, I made this point on my uh, mm-hmm. show I did, uh, Sunday Law, that right. you have uh, 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 not like a complex scheme that the mm-hmm. Cowboys run, and you have average talent. Mm. Complex, uh, uh, average type scheme, basic type scheme, right. average talent means <laughs> your defense looks like it may get run through. Because when your talent is not matching that and you're doing a basic type scheme, and also – I was watching a, a Rams interview, my, my bad, right. I just want to say this. I was no, watching no. a Rams interview, and I was listening to what they were talking about, the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And they, what they were talking about, Russell Wilson. 
and I was listening to Dante Fowler. I was listening to Clay Matthews. Right. And those guys were talking about the reason why they won that game on the defensive side. They said they kept gap integrity. They kept gap uh, discipline. And they said they did not do anything on their own. Mm. I listened to that. He said they did not do anything oh, on their own. Wow. So sometimes when I watch our defense and when I talk about the discipline issues, because a lot of the guys have been getting in trouble with the marijuana thing, but I, we, <laughs> that's a whole different subject. But I'm just saying it's still, I think, discipline issues are staying disciplined when you're on the field. Mm. And I feel like sometimes those guys aren't keeping the gap integrity or keeping the discipline and trying to be the hero instead of playing your position. Because when you try to be the hero and don't play your position, it affects the whole team. Mm. And I'm not trying to call certain players out, but when I see sometimes when I watch Malik Collins on that all 22, Oh my goodness, man. That dude loves rushing the passer, but he will not save his life to stop the run. I know. You won't do it. He will not stop the run. And I've seen plenty of games where he does not stay disciplined and he mm. goes on his own. And when he goes on his own, the running back, when he happens to go on his own, he runs up the middle and it's a 20 yard game. And I'm not just putting this all on Malik, but I just feel like there's a discipline issue as far as staying where you're supposed to play, stay in your lane, stay disciplined. Because when we're not, we're just all want to rush the passer. Teams exploit us and they make the adjustments and we get exposed. Yeah. I mean, this has been a glaring uh, situation for us for many of years now. And, and I think that, you know, most of that comes from, like you said, discipline. Uh, we, we can look at it and say, well, it's the players and these sorts of things. Somebody can say that. But I refuse that, you know. I think that at this point, when you see the same situation happening, regardless of the players that you have on there, then the uh, – it, it should be pointed back at the coach at this point. And I'm trying coach to keep this kid up, PC, man. man. I'm trying to keep everything <laughs> PC. Yeah. But but here, here's the thing, big game, James, um, mm -hmm. as we talk about this. Uh, I, I heard a lot of people – shout out to you, Dominic, man. Shout out to you, Terrence, uh, that's on me, and Gambino again, and Mike on the What Facebook. up, Gambino? Cold name, man, Gambino. Uh, and and most Mouse over here on the uh, on the uh, YouTube page and Love and Aries. I'm just giving a shout out to everybody. Here's yeah, the thing. Shout out. Here's the thing. Um when, what year did they fire uh, Wade Phillip? Uh, that was 2010. 2010. 20, was it 2009? It was 20, 2000, end of 2009, I believe. No, it was 2010. It, it, it was a mid-season deal, right? 2010. We, we, we it was mid-season 2010. Yeah, it was mid-season 2010, <laughs> yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think Clay Matthews, even at that point, was flying around, you know. I they guess. all was. They, they was all. eating us alive in that game. I, that was – that you knew it was over. Every Everybody knew it was over that game. Right, right. So everybody knew it was over that game. And, and what I'm trying to bring home to, and I know I'm long on this delivery, but what I'm trying to bring home to, Cowboy Nation, is this right here. They said – that a couple of weeks ago that there's no particular individual coaching is doing a great job or doing a good job who they can make the interim and, and elevate. And it hit me the other day when I said, man, when we fired Wade Phillips, who was the individual coach that was doing well at the time? You can't tell me the offense was putting up money. You can't tell me we lost those games based upon the defense. And the defense, of course, just that game, yeah, they put up 40. But I, I can tell you there was a lot of turnovers and stuff going on and, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. 
So if they made that move then, I think that if something were to happen this weekend, they need to make that move again and just elevate somebody else to remove Jason Garrett. And I do know that my guy, my brother from another mother, no other don't look like Danny Glover, Vaj Lombardi says, well, law trying to burn the house down. Well, at this point, let's set that mug on fire. I almost said that. I mean, why not? Why I mean, not? You know, <laughs> why, why do we have to keep on? And and like I said, this thing to me is not just a Jason Garrett thing, in my opinion, because right. Jason Garrett's been there 10 years and it's been 24 years of it. So we ought mm-hmm. to understand it's not just Jason Garrett. So I'm not just heaping all the blame. I'm not just even saying Jason Garrett is it. But what I'm what we are I need to understand is like, come on, man. How many more years do we need to see it to think? this is going to miraculously happen. Okay. True. If you, if the Rams come into Dallas and drop like a 50 burger on Dallas, oh what the hell would you keep Jason Garrett for? What are we going to sit there and say, and what are we going to believe now we six and eight that we're going to miraculously go into Philly now. And they, they, they geek to play us now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to go to the playoffs. We're miraculously going to put some out the hat. It doesn't work like that. You know, they try to compare us. We could try to compare the team, and I'm not trying to be negative, but oh, I'm only going to keep it, it real. It, a, they try to compare. Oh, what about the member the New York Giants were six and six in <laughs> 2011? They, everybody was trying to fire Tom Coughlin, and they went to run. I feel like Tom Coughlin is a better coach than Jason Garrett. That's just my opinion. But they had a better defense than us too. True. They had a better defense than Dallas. Okay, and I think Eli Manning was playing a little better. You know, he's not playing like he was now. That's eight years ago. And he just came off the Super Bowl victory like about three or four years ago. So my thing is, if if, if you have a situation where the Rams come in and smack smack us, what would be the point? Well, I mean, what would what what, what would you believe that we're the miraculous going to come back from that? Uh, man, I mean, I don't know how you come back from Mitch Trubisky. Uh, uh, <laughs> that dude set records NFL history on the I, Cowboys, though NFL. Got- History, law. I got only one one glimpse of hope is that this quarterback, Golf, he's not a running quarterback. You know, he's not going to be able to run. <laughs> and I do know that last year he got the edge on my guy, Jeff Heath. But I think that, you know, he's not a running quarterback. So we'll see. You know, of course, somebody's going to say, well, Tom Brady wasn't a running quarterback. And, you know, with the help of the officials and a whole bunch of other stuff. And the ra- the know, rain and, and weather. The rain and weather. I mean, we can we can point fingers and, you know, you are what you are at this point. However, I, I just look at it from those parameters. If we can create some type of pressure. if you, you I think I used your uh, clippings of uh, the, the comparison analysis of uh, J- uh, Jay Goff and, uh, and Dak Prescott for this mm-hmm. year. You know, mm-hmm. and Dak Prescott. But you know what? Go ahead, talk to me. Here's the, here's the thing, though, Law. Mm-hmm. Goff is not really mobile, but they still move him in the pocket. If you watch that game in that Seattle game, he was doing a lot of rollouts, right. a lot of bootlegs. They like to get him on the move because when he was stationary, he wasn't doing good. When they had him on the run doing bootlegs and getting him out uh, and, and where he can throw the ball on the run, he was doing damn good. So they do, even though he's not the most <laughs> right. mobile guy, they like to get him out the pocket because they like to create confusion. You know how McVay is. He's all about True. trying to create confusion. And if he sees something not working, especially with golf, he mm-hmm. will make that quick adjustment. So I think they will try to do it. It's going to be up to the Cowboys to match them as far as adjustments goes. Yeah. If you see that if they're making adjustments, Cowboys are going to have to adjust too as well. And the biggest thing to me, and I keep coming back to it, got to be able to tackle. 
One of the reasons why that defense was good last year, because they tackled. They flew to the ball, and they got the guy down on the first tackle. That is not happening this season, and you're seeing it suffer in the play. Yes, indeed. And let me just pull out this, man. Shout out to Jay Foreman. He he brings out the – I'm telling you, he gonna, he's uh, he going to bring out the, the, the numbers, man. He says uh, 2011 Giants defense was ranked 25th. The Cowboys were ranked 13th. Uh, do you have the uh, – what's the first year they won the Super Bowl? Was it 07 or something like that? 07 was their do, first Super Bowl. Do you have that, uh, Jay, as well, uh, What where they ranked the defense? But that team was just, just off of pure momentum. And I think that the uh, – I want to say the, the – Who do uh, we have, like Anthony Spencer and DeMarcus Ware? That's it. No, so yeah, we, yeah. we don't really have no buy on defense. I know they still had – they were playing bad, so yeah. you could – you. I mean, we, rankings – that's all good. It's all good. But yeah. uh, we all know that we look at just a few of our rankings and they look deceiving. So we've seen teams with bigger rankings uh, doesn't mean that they're the better team. And, and, and trust me, or the better I, players. I, I would rather have that team that can take turnovers and takeaways. Like I believe one year the, the, the Saints had a team that was just very uh, uh, flying out to the ball, took the ball away from the opposition. And I think the Colts, I forgot what year the, those teams were, but they were a team that their, their respective defense wasn't that great, but they took the ball away. And I think that this team right now, is just allergic to that. You know, they they can't find ways to take the ball away. They will look at the ball, they'll bounce off the chest like they're playing volleyball. Or they'll look at the ball on the ground and say, Ah, oh, look at it. It looked pretty. You see. And and it just don't go to, go our way. And you know, even last game, even though we did get those turnovers, we didn't do anything with them. No. Mm-hmm. And and you saw how much better of a team Dallas is when they had turnovers. You saw when they had when they played the Eagles, when they had that like quick two game run when they got like eight turnovers in those two games. You saw how much better it put the offense in. They had great field position where Dallas has been hard as hell to get this year. All these long drives because the defense once again doesn't get turnovers. The uh, uh, the field position as far as the special teams has not been great as far as with the punting it goes as well and the coverage. So when you look at those those aspects, it's always the offense has to take all the way down the field. So the defense has to get opportunities when they've made those opportunities. You saw how much better the Cowboys have played. So the defense has to get some opportunities, get some turnovers, make some plays and be disciplined. Once again, mm-hmm. remember when that game against the Bears, they're driving mm-hmm. down the field where we, it was kind of going back and forth. They were on third and two. What do we do? Right. Offsides. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Discipline. It, those, those are the things you need that. Get them out on that third and two. We need to get the ball back. You have a bonehead play. Michael Bennett has done it like five times this year, and it's been on third downs. You can't do those things. Mm. Uh, shout out to you, Phil, man. Really appreciate you for making the donation to help grow the nation. He says, hold me to this. No Super Bowl to Jerry Jones is gone. Yeah. We know, I already yeah. been said yeah. that. I yeah. think it's got to be under Stephen Jones. I know people don't want to hear it, and they call you a pessimistic, but I don't care, okay? <laughs> I don't care. Yes, indeed. That's just my opinion. Let me give a few shout-outs to some people, right? James Nooks, what's up with you, dog? Nooks. Chucky TL, Javier Hermosillo, Herm- Herm- what's up with you? He said, let's get some more likes here. Yeah. Jeff 
Pertit, what's going on with you? How you doing? Game changer. Yo, yo, what's up with you? Keep on them donations rolling, man. Donations. Keep on donations. Donations. <laughs> Send them super chats in. We need some more donations. We're talking <laughs> some good stuff here today. Yes, yes. So that, that's so in the future we can incorporate like phone calls and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and we yeah. ain't we ain't we trying to get that if you if you ain't busy, ain't we trying to get that watch first our first watch party on the Rams? We might be getting that popping yeah, too far, y'all. Yeah, so yeah. make sure y'all tune into that. We're gonna talk during the week about getting that mm-hmm. uh uh that uh watch party watch popping party. with law big with uh big game james and law nation i know you love that yes indeed us going over the game you know that would be dope and uh and shout out to my guy jay he was saying that uh 2007 remember i asked they the uh the giants were 17th ranked overall in defense and and the cowboys were ranked eighth in, in total defense that year so uh, appreciate you for the history. Uh, appreciate Jay. you, Jay. He always come oh, with it. Yes, indeed. I always got big respect and salutes to you. So what do you see this team going, Dan? We got, what, three more games left. So what do you see? What do you see? You want my honest opinion? Honest opinion. None of that, none of that shit. I don't see us going nowhere. Six and, and ten. And I, I don't see us going nowhere. I think we can beat the Redskins just because, um, you know, Redskins. But mm-hmm. – I just, I, I'm sorry, I, by by looking at what I see, I'm not just going to go on this blind faith because it's with the Cowboys, it's my team. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep doing that. I, I, I When I'm watching how the team plays and All I see right. these Rams coming in this week, and I'm not even trying to be pessimistic, and I'm not even, I think we can move the ball on their defense. Right. But <laughs> my thing is, how are we going to stop them? <laughs> if, if, if they haven't stopped the Bears, and they don't have no kind of weapons. You got Robert Woods. But let me ask you this though, before you go into that, did you okay. see the Rams beating the Seattle Seahawks, like the way they beat them? I didn't. But when you watched them the first time, it was 2019. It was a close game. Russell Wilson's kind of split them up, dropped four touchdowns. But they also didn't have Jalen Ramsey too. Did you? Jalen Ramsey has see, made a little bit of a difference. Did you see the uh, Denver Broncos beating your cousin team, our cousin team, Eastside Harold team? Nah, I damn sure didn't. <laughs> oh, that's why, why Eastside ain't here. <laughs> yeah, that's why I ain't here. Uh-oh. Hey, don't worry about that. Hey, hey listen, don't, no, no, yeah, don't that's worry. That's why Eastside no, ain't here, man. Don't worry about that. I got his phone number. I talked to plenty. I talked to I talked to Eastside plenty, and I sent him with some good memes. He gave me some good LOLs. He didn't want to bring, he didn't want to come. Cause he knew I gave him the business, <laughs> and I got a two dollar holla <laughs> from my guy. Is that Mr. James Nooks? What's up with you, James Nooks? I appreciate for the donation. He said I'm already expecting us to lose. But here, check this out, though, Law. Bring Why that. you just saying that? You just said, did you expect us to? Did you expect the Seattle and the Rams, or did you expect? But here's the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I believe that yeah. when you seen that Broncos game, mm-hmm. it's 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 human nature. The the um Houston Texans are like we're gonna beat the Broncos. They got a freaking rookie starting his second game, Drew Luck. We're gonna Luck. whoop them. Yeah. And the next thing you know, the Broncos jump up on that. Excuse my language. They jump on that ass mm. early, and then next thing you know, you can't come back from it. It happens. Mm. Team, these mm. are not robots. Right. These players right. look at these other teams like, man, they suck. We're gonna beat them. <laughs> they ain't thinking about them. And the next thing you know, this team gets up fourteen points. They're like, oh shoot, we're gonna start playing ball. Now you start trying to force things because you like, oh, damn, we shouldn't even be back. Now the mistakes come. That is the reality of it. And even the Seahawks players, I looked at some of their interviews. I don't know how true this is, but they said they were smelling themselves. They said oh. they were smelling themselves at 10 and 2. They said, you know, they were thinking, you know, we got this, this in the bag. We know we can right. beat the Rams. And you know what? The Rams came in there playoff hungry. Mm. Seattle May came in there a little complacent. 
and then you get an ass whooping. A big time one. All right, let me read some of these uh, uh, super uh, chats for being a sponsor for this. Uh, yes, sir. For these minutes right here. Cowboys camp champs. Uh, shout out to you, man. Cowboys champ. What a name, you know. He says uh, Marinelli is the problem, not having a quality defensive tackle. I agree one million percent. Uh, skeptical fan says death to the Tampa two. Shout out to you for making the donation to have grow donation. And Shout Neems uh, says common denominator is the escape uh, dementia patient J- Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, dementia, dementia. You know, Alzheimer's, uh, Alzheimer's. So, so we we get all of those things, man. And I really appreciate you all for uh, making the donation to help grow the nation. Uh, I I would say stupidity is the number one reason why this defense looked away. It does. You know, we never make the necessary investments. We continue to build our house on on sand, on quicksand or what have you. And when the winds come blowing, it looks good. You look at that frame all through him training camp, like my guy Jay was saying that, hey, we soft as, you know what, cotton nail. Yeah, he was calling it. I he think he was on show. Week he was one, calling week it. one, week two, week he three. Called, he said I think we he still busted soft. me out on it. Yeah, yeah I think he yeah. busted me out. And I appreciate you, Jay. I was. I overrated the front line a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'll be the first to admit it. I overrated right. that front line a little bit too. Mm-hmm. We got average players along that front line, right? And uh, it's showing. It's showing. So we keep building our house on this quicksand and saying, "Okay, hey, look at it. it looks good. Come on, bite your mama, bite your cousin over, man. Let's take a look at it. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. It sure is pretty, boy. Look at the Cowboys, boy. Mm-hmm. Boy, let, let's put a name on the side. Of it. Oh, let's name them Hot Boys. Oh, oh, Lord, let's I'm name going, this other. You know, I was you, going there, Big Agent. Oh, let's just name, name no this more. other. Let's name the secondary. <laughs> we need us a nickname. Let's name them the Purge Squad. And I think you and I were saying that. Hey, can they just be the Dallas? Cowboys. <laughs> and y'all just, just, just shut people down. That's all. Yeah, right, right. Do. Just shut people down. So that's what we're looking at when we look at the Dallas Cowboys. It looks pretty. It looks good on paper. We got all of this stuff out here and we have the wrong person digging the foundation in there. You see what I'm saying? We, we keep building this thing on sand and quicksand and we telling everybody come on over and take a look at it and it can't survive through the storm. And I would tell everybody that trash can full of dirt you talking about not being able to plug those lanes or fill those lanes. I guarantee you will be able to do it if you had a 345-pound person right there on the inside. Now, as long as Marinelli's back there, and that's oh. that's a that's a whole nother thing. I'm going to get an answer, a uh, question right quick, and then I want to talk about I want to ask right. you some questions on that law right quick. I got um, Game Changer asked, do you think we should be switch to a wide nine defense? It's not going to happen. I mean, they're. I mean, if they're they're having problems with an in-game adjustment, like a three-four. Yeah, you feel me? They <laughs> definitely not going to do that. No way in hell. Uh, but here, here's my here's my question. I want to ask you, uh, Law. It just I think it just slipped my my damn it. That going and pissed me off because it was a good ass question too. Excuse mm. my language. No, I'll wrong. figure it out. It'll come back to me. It's that early dementia. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me play the resident Jerry Jones. Okay. Now, I'm, 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 we're going to have a good visit this morning, but uh, settle down just a little bit. I, I mean, I, 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 as a Cowboys a fan, We've Jerry. A, a lot to go over, and I go on with your question, but uh, uh, I'm going to uh, give you the answers I want to give you this morning, and uh, I don't like your attitude, dude. <laughs> There's old Papa Jerry. He said, watch yourself. What's watch, up, Daniel Meza? 
I, I just wish that somebody was in there saying, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm telling you, are you embarrassed? I, I, yeah, they, they right. Did that. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they did that. We they, need- hell no, they scared of Jerry. They, that boy would have been like, what? What? Okay, you know what? Who's that one guy? Um, the, um, <laughs> get him off the air. Um, I'm I'm Jerry Jones. I run Dallas. Mm, um, he hey, be gone. do you ever watch the Breakfast Club, Big Game Jane? Yes. It, that, that Shalom, was it not Shalom? Shalom ain't got it. Shalom Don't give a day. Man, he don't ever fold when he asking them questions, don't he? No, he he, he stayed too. Like they'll be talking reckless to him. He'll be like, okay, but still answer the question though. Answer the question though. You know, that's what <laughs> that's the Dallas media need to hire Shallow Maine, the God, to, to do these interviews. I promise you. Oh, he'll go hard on Jerry. <laughs> he'll go hard on him. He'll, he'll never be allowed in Dallas again. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's he gonna say I don't I don't like your attitude. You I don't know? like your attitude at all. Don't you? <laughs> he'll never allow to be on Aaron Dallas. He said, "Um, is that Charlemagne here? Because you know I told you about him." Jack with you today. I, I understand the questions. <laughs> you know said, the Tolos and the Cowboys fans want answers today. Said, I ain't got time. What to answer jack do with you have for how this team is playing right now? We're not playing very well. Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed as an organization about how the team is playing? Get your damn act together. (laughs) He said, get your damn act together. He said, get your damn act together. What? That man is crazy. Man, man, I can't wait. So that's why you know you can't have no damn GM when he's saying that stuff? You ain't never going to have a GM when he says that? Watch it. Hey, ho, I I was waiting for you. I knew you was going to get me Daniel (laughs) Mezzo. With a four ninety nine dollar holla. Shout yes. out to you, Big Game James. No, shout out to you, Daniel. And I'm glad you. I don't know if you came back from your trip, but if you did, I'm glad you're back and you made it safe and it looked like you had a great time. And uh, mm-hmm. shout outs to you. Yes, indeed. I've seen a lot of people want to sway it over to the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's let's talk about it. They 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 beat the Giants. Break break, the break Giants that game. Good. Break break that game down then to me. I mean, I only saw the second half because oh, I don't like neither. I only saw the second half. I don't like neither one of them damn teams. So I oh, ain't going to sit there and sit there and I'll try to watch that. All I know is the Giants aren't good. Mm-hmm. Eli looked like he threw some magic out of there, but whatever. That ain't no magic. It's just uh, Philadelphia's secondary is terrible. Okay? And, and, yeah. and, and the Giants are just not good. That's why they came back and got beat. But I saw in that second half, you know the Giants are terrible. When Zach Ertz is killing you, you know they're going to him. Right. You don't got Alshon Jeffrey in the game. The receivers are hurt. And who does he always rely on? Oh, my goodness. The, Ertz. The Ertz. And they, they're going to him every play, and he's still doing it. So I'm just looking at that like that's terrible. Um, I mean, what, what can we say? The Eagles just aren't that much better than Dallas Cowboys. But who knows what, what's going to happen? We we got we got to know what team is going to show up because Philly's mm-hmm. going to be chomping at the bit. What team do they hate more than anybody? Mm-hmm. Us, us. They, they and do you think yeah. they want no better? Especially they have a four game losing streak against Dallas right now. They haven't beat Dallas since 2017. Okay, and this could be for their playoff spot. Mm-hmm. They would love nothing better than to knock us out. Like you remember that 44 to six game. Right. Oh, my goodness. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see nothing like that, but they <laughs> chomping at the bit for that type of stuff because that's a win or go home. You lose that game, you're out. Mm. I mean, you speaking nothing but the truth. So, 
if you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, they got a nice front four, uh, and and they, they they pull some running back from somewhere nowhere. Just like uh, we went and picked up a guy from the practice squad, and everybody was like, hey, "Yeah, man. I seen a yeah, receiver, yeah, yeah, yeah. receiver, you know, track star, what have you." I, I love guys at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the roster, but this guy Boston, uh, was it Boston Scott, what have you? Mm-hmm. It's like a, a second coming of a, of the Sproles a little bit. Shifty, short, low center of gravity, can catch the ball out of the backfield. And we already know, Cowboys Nation, we have a little issue with quarterbacks that can run and running Up backs that can middle. get out in space. So, right. And, and, and I think that we got tight ends pretty much locked down a little bit when we focus in on them. But neither here nor there, I look at this team, the Eagles, they really don't scare anybody that wears silver and blue. No. And I think that we should be ready and true to knock them all the way out of their miseries when it comes time to play them. We, are, we should. Yeah, we should. That's what we hope. That's the operative word, should. You know? We should. <laughs> I, but the problem is, we once again, and law go back to this when we first started the beginning of the season. Remember when we were talking, we were talking about the talent of the team, and I said, that's all good. The guys are looking good in training camp. Don't none of that matter. This coaching can't get us over the hump. Didn't I tell you that? Man, you said it, man. I said, don't matter about none of it. If this coaching staff can't do anything with this talent. And look where we're at once again. Talking Mm. about the same thing last year. (laughs) (laughs) Tired of talking about it. You think Cowboys fans and media want to talk about Jason Garrett every year? No. No, we want to talk about wins, playoffs, championships. That's the only thing Cowboys want to talk about. Because that's what Cowboys fans are used to. And like I said this before, and this is to Jerry Jones and this to the players, this is my opinion. I don't want to hear the players crying about, you know, like media can't say nothing to them or get on them. This is a job. This right. is a performance-based job, okay? And if you don't perform at your job, you're going to get fired. You're right. going to get reassigned or they're going to cut your hours. And if yeah. you did good two months ago, they don't care. They care what you're doing now. And just because you got 10 or 14 sacks, I'm not busting this on DeMarcus Lawrence. Just because you got that last two seasons, you got to get that this year. I see uh, uh, Cameron Jordan and all those guys mm-hmm. that have been doing it. Right. They got 14 and a half sacks. They got uh, Chandler Jones. Um, he's still doing it. He oh, got like goodness. 14 sacks this year. So I'm not dogging DeMarcus Lawrence. But if you are getting paid like the guy, like Jordan, like th- those guys like that that are doing it, mm-hmm. they're still doing it. They haven't had a fall off. And I'm not saying he has gone any less hard because if you look at his pressures, QB pressures, I think he has like 31 QB pressures. Um, But you need more from DeMarcus Lawrence. He even came out and said, I got to give you more. You got to, because even though those guys um, uh, are might not be making that impact, like on the sack total, you have to be able to do that because when you got those other guys out there that are still producing, Aaron Donald's got 11 sacks. From the interior. From the interior. Defensive tackle, he's got 11 sacks. Make my face You're getting paid. Up. He's getting paid like him, right? Yeah. And I think Khalil Max got 10. 10? He got 10 of them? He had nine, and then they were talking about he was in danger of not getting 10, uh, a double-digit sack, and he got one against Dak. Oh, my goodness, man. So you get what I'm saying? We need more from you, DeMarcus. We need it now. We just need more from the team. Forget Jason Garrett. Players. Let's not even talk about Jason Garrett or none of them. Mm -hmm. Players, look what's inside yourselves. Look what's inside yourselves and say, 
Do we really want to do this? Let's stop talking in the media. Let's stop talking about what we're going to do. Let's stop saying this and that. Let's stop talking. We got Garrett's back. Let's just go out in the field because nobody wants to hear us talking no more. Yeah, especially we got, there we, got, we got our head coaches back. We don't care about that. We don't give a hell if you're telling you <laughs> got your head coaches back because if you had your head coaches back, you wouldn't have played that performance you get against the Chicago Bears. True. Hey, oh, I got a $10 holla from Chiz Chaz. Ten. I appreciate you very much, Chiz Chaz. Mm-hmm. You are uh, a faithful. I like you Man, a lot. And he says, about. joke per Twitter, don't give grown-up children a hard time. They believe in Santa Claus because I know how many grown-ups that believe in the Cowboys. <laughs> I've seen that Twitter feed, and I would give you a shout-out on that one because I was thinking that was funny, too. It was funny. I've seen that. But as I said before, if this team is talking about they got Jason Garrett's back all like that, I got mm-hmm. Jason Garrett's back, we got our coaches back, then don't have a performance like you did against Chicago. If you have your coaches back, if you have all your coaches backs and blah, 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 then show it these next three damn games. They need to show it, man. Man, I, I think in the, right now, Cowboy Nation, when we look at this team from A to Z and we look at the stats, which as they say stats are for losers, and we look at the, the, the Ren-loss record, <clears throat> And, and there's no way we can put glaze or sugar on this thing. Cowboys, we got to really show up against the L.A. Rams, and we got to show up against the Eagles, and we got to show up against the Washington team, and then we got to show up when we get into the playoffs. These but are right all now, playoff games. Every, every one of these, these are playoff, playoff games. Yeah. These are playoff games. This is. This is a playoff game. So that's that's been our expectation for this thing, man. Any other thing you want to get out, man, before we wrap this thing up? Hell to the nose. Just show up. Show up and show out. Let me don't, see how just, many people in this chat, man, over here. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear no more excuses. I, I told you, you see what my cover page is on, on my Big Game James page, right? Mm-hmm. What is no that? excuses. Oh, my goodness. That's the cover page. No excuses. <laughs> and I made that f- five weeks ago because I don't want to hear the excuses. Mm-hmm. Nobody would want to hear an excuse from me if mm-hmm. I was on the football field, would they? Would they want to hear it from me, Law? No, no, no. no. They, they wouldn't want they, they want you. They want James to shut the hell up and perform. That's I, all they want to hear. <laughs> I, I like when we gave the analogy before we went live like 95. And I want to see if the Cowboys people that's in the chat box right now, when you guys go to Walmart, well, I'm going to use Walmart because they never give you the, the flat-out good customer service. But you'll be mad, to, though, because your expectation. When you go, go to Verizon, Verizon <laughs> and you you trying to look for a phone and you don't get nobody to greet you, you know what I mean? And then the person that walks up to you don't know no information on the phone. Or, or got an attitude got and an huffing attitude. and puffing. <laughs> what are you going to do? What you going to do? You, gonna you know be, what you're going to do. You're going to be mad at that person. You're going to want to say, I want to speak to the manager. You see, right. I want to speak to the person that. that's in charge. I want to speak to the person that got everybody in right and, and, and the preparations and these sorts of things, right? So I challenge any of the football players to get mad when we call them out. It's for them to go walk into some of those stores and they don't get the quality of services that they're paying for. And expect, expect for them to say, well, you know, that that – Verizon employee, all they got to do next week is execute the next time you come in for that bill and we will have a better experience. We'll have a better moment. At some point, that becomes mute to our ears, you see, and you get frustrated and you get angry and you go and want to move some stuff around in there. Regardless of you the football player, you're just a common man. So that's man, what listen. I want these football players to understand. Boy, if fans are paying three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine a thousand dollars for seats that's helping pay your salary Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying 
I understand the players because I played the game, so I'm not taking all the damn fans. So I right, get right, it. Right, I understand right, the right, player right, side. Right. I trust my played. And you don't want to hear that stuff all the time. I get it. And the stupid mm-hmm. questions that you get, I get it. Right. But when you got them fans paying that much money mm-hmm. and, you know, paying the all your, the, get to your autographs and, yeah, it might get old, but that's help paying you. Yeah. Every time you go out and you sign, that's help paying you. That's bringing money to you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to expect people to talk trash when they're spending $1,000 on a ticket. And then you see a product like that, <laughs> right. I'm going to be mad, too. If I spend $1,000 on a ticket, dog, to go see my Cowboys play, mm-hmm. and I see when I play like that against the Bears, I'm going off, too. All the way off. I'm going all the way off. And everybody who's paying them, st- them tickets in the stadium have meant to be mad because that's paying the salaries. None of these football players are coming to empty stadiums and playing the game because they just love it. Mm-hmm. They're playing it to get paid. It's a job. So when you're at a job, you're getting evaluated like everybody else. They're on a higher yeah. level than us regular people. Okay. I get it. I'm, I know. I'm, we're but it's still performance-based, and mm-hmm. you need to perform on the field. Yes, indeed. Period. Especially field. when you got talent to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Big Game Jane, you speaking nothing but the truth right now. And they should hear this, and they should understand what we are saying. And this is not us complaining. we just explaining, Cowboy Nation. Step up. Step it up. <laughs> Hey, this is a must-win game, and I, I expect for us to get out there and win. You know? They better. I, they better show us something, or at least make this thing competitive. And we better not miss no dang on field goal kick. With the- <laughs> dog, <laughs> I, dog I, you already know that's gonna happen, bro. I'm, I'm oh sorry. I just, I just feel it. I just feel it. Everybody's clamoring for Maher. It's just only kind of right for Maher. Right, He'll be right. probably sitting at home, mm-hmm. and this dude will probably miss two field goals. Be like, ah ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man. All right, James, man, let them know, man. What's up, man? Let them know where they can find your content, find your information. That although we live like 95 on your page, but still let the other people know on this side of the world know where to, where to go and they can find you at and all these sorts of things. Well, first of all, i like to always give a shout-out to everybody who was in the chat box in Silver and Blue Nation. Mm-hmm. I appreciate all the comments. Sorry I didn't get to everybody, but I was watching everybody's comments, and I appreciate everybody who's always in there. Appreciate everybody who's in your uh, on, on your page, Law, who's uh, took the time to listen to us. So I always give a shout out to you guys. Thank you very much. But if you want to check me out, you can check me out on Silver and Blue Nation on the YouTube, which is going on right now. Um, our Facebook page. Haven't been going hard a lot on that, but we'll be back on the scene uh, doing our live shows on there as well. Instagram, Twitter. I got my guy, Ryan. He he, he writes for me as well. Uh, so Ryan you know, Humphrey, right? Ryan Humphrey always goes hard yeah. with the, uh, you know, the content on Silver and Blue and our Twitter page. So, you know, also please check out, uh, I got a podcast going on called Stargaze Podcast. We actually did an episode today. It's our uh, seventh episode. Uh, me and my guy, young guy, Skywalker mm-hmm. Steel. Check his page out. He's got the YouTube Skywalker content, so really man. Good. Y'all man, two brothers good. there, man. Y'all, I just need to be a guest one day, man. Hey, come on, man. We got yeah. the phone line, dog. You already said that you on next week. Anyway, we so we, you already got law in, 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 in effect. So we're going to make that bang. That's going to even be a better show. Uh, but please go check out that podcast. Support it. It's going good. We really want to push that hard. So as much support you guys can give, I appreciate all the donations and the super chats today. Thank you very much for you guys. And uh, just continue to donate and grow the nation over here in Silver and Blue and Big Game James so we can continue to, uh, you know, make this happen for you guys. Yes, indeed, man. And shout out to all of those, man, that's in this thing. General Jones, Akeem Smith, uh, Loving A. Reeves. Man, I really appreciate each and every last one of you all. 
uh, always a lady, uh, Q Childs, man. Shout out to the Qs, man. And uh, and shout out to uh, uh, Kong and, and the Faith, man. I appreciate each and every last one of you all who joined the uh, the Silver and Blue um, uh, Elite Squad. If you if you join that thing, you just help me out. You help uh, the Cowboys Nation out. You help Big Game James out because we're going to continue to give you guys the content you know content is not easy it's hard you know but but this is a labor of love and and for me to see 1423 people and now it's 1400 people in here man that's, that's a dope lesson, man that's a dope man, I, I'm man that's, that's that's you know, that's that's a, that's awesome james that's when i first started this thing i was happy to see four five people yeah. in here man just, just, awesome. just talk cowboys i'm from natchez mississippi bro yeah <laughs> and shout out to my uh facebook panel gambino and terrence all gambino Cindy and all of you all as as well. I really appreciate you all. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, let a friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Dallas Cowboys Sports Talk and Beyond. We're going to get this thing going. We got to find a way to get this victory. At the end of the day, we talk bad about the Cowboys, but we be the first ones out there grinning and, you know, listen, grinning is is all we can get out. You know, just like, yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys, how about them Cowboys? We we need to be able to talk some trash. We've been awful quiet these last few weeks. I'm tired of these people trolling and getting right. in my messenger and my page and texting me like y'all suck. Can I get right. Jerry football team? Can y'all win this game so I can talk some trash to somebody, please? Yes, yes, yes. It's been too long, man. I'm just asking. Yeah. Winning is the best deodorant, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> Let's put some of it on. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Let's go. Turn that heat up. There we go. There we go. Hey, hey. What that Jerry Jones? I got to play Jerry Jones on the way out, man. <laughs> I got to find that Jerry Jones clip, man. I'm going to listen to Jerry Jones one more time. Maybe that will motivate everything, man. If I can find it. Here we go. Here we go. Didn't put up a, a good old Jerry Jones on our way out. Here we go. The Cowboys fans want yeah, answers today. What answer do you have for how this have? team is playing right now? We're not playing very well. Are you embarrassed? Mm. Are you embarrassed as an organization about how the team is hey, playing? get your damn act together. <laughs> yourself. That's, yeah, I'm, let's I'm, go, I'm, we're going to have a good visit this morning, but... Uh, <laughs>